Are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, boy! A baller? Ballin'. Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready, because we got all the details right here. Nice take by James. Oh, he stops! LeBron James puts it down in the face of James Johnson. Kevin Durant way outside. Delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown. It's a six-point game. And it goes off to Kobe. Good to ride Kobe underneath. Puts his nose on the line again. Makes the basket. He's fouled. Oh, what a play. And Kobe, after he was fouled, after the ball nestled in the net, he waved to a cameraman down in front. Says, take my picture, baby. Sixers running the break. Iverson accelerating to the jam. It's kicks and bricks where we got game on the streets, and on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. And here's your host, Jamel Cutler. What up, what up? Welcome to Kicks. Today we have one of the best boxers of my generation. He's on the comeback trail right now. My guy, Keith Thurman. What's up, my boy? How you doing? What's up? What's up, man? Happy to be here. You know, 2022 is set to be a big year for your um, boxing career. Do you feel that this year in particular will set the tone for your professional future going forward? I have a history of reputation, man. Um, I've been a great fighter for a long time. Ever since the amateurs, you know, I've always been striving for greatness. Two-time world champion. Um, I'm just truly dedicated to this game. Started at the age of seven. Now we're 33, man. That's 26 years in the game. You know, that's, I'm feeling different, man. I'm feeling really, really wise in there. I know what to do. I made mistakes. I took my first L and we're evolving, man. And I just want to show that. And I want to push where I belong, which is right back on the top of the mountain. You know, it's been a while since we've seen you, since the Pacquiao fight. Like, what have you been up to since then? Born COVID life, man, you know, uh, we stopped traveling, uh, you know, wifey got pregnant and we were able to get a blessing. I got a baby girl that's about to be nine months and two days. So, you know, um, other things have happened. Now fatherhood's a new dimension in my life. You know, I, I watched my girl evolve so quickly in nine months. She falls down, she gets up, she falls down, she gets up, you know, she hurts herself. She laughs, she cries. It's just being human, man. You know, sometimes we hold on to these emotions too much too, uh, for too long. You know, it's okay to feel feel pain, to, to, to feel joy, you know, but eventually got to let it go and go into that next, that next experience, man. So I dropped all the negative. I don't listen to the haters. They can say what they want, man. But um, if anything, they motivate. Hating, motivating, and, you know, I just want to be back at the top, baby. Has fatherhood changed you any? Because I'm not a father yet, but like all the all the guys that I've spoken to, they said that being a father is like the best thing that they ever accomplished. Is that like the same for you? You know, I've been boxing for 26 years. I've been a father for nine months, you know, so I'd be lying to you if I felt like I had all the experience, but it's a shift, man. Um, I reference it to a new chapter. You know, you, you think you understand the story because you've been reading the book. You think you understand the story and then you hit a new chapter and there's there's a twist in the plot. There's something else that that unfolds, you know, um, and it's just the circle of life, man. Like it's, it's very touching. 
Uh, I can see my genetics. You take my baby picture next to her baby picture. You know, that's my baby mama. You know, I know you did your work, but that, that's my baby, you know? So uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting to see that reflection of DNA um, staring right back at you, man. And just knowing that there, that you've contributed more uh, to life because you've added unto a life. So it's just a beautiful process, man. Um, and now I got more to fight for, you know? We got more, more to fight for, one more mouth to feed, more family, and uh, just, just more support at the end of the day. I like that, man. I like that a lot. Your next fight is in a few weeks. Um, are you hungrier now that you're on the comeback trail or do you feel like you was hungrier like at the beginning of your career on the come up? Being a professional fighter, it's my dream come true. That's why when you watch Keith Thurman fight, I'm always wearing red, white, and blue. This is my all-American dream, man. This, this is it. I love boxing so much. People don't understand the power of my love for the sport. And then it's more than the sport, maybe. Obviously, I'm in the forefront. I've been there. I've done that. So that means I love the competition. You know, I love competition. You know, that's what that's what excites me about boxing is is putting my skills up against another man's skill, just toe to toe, blow for blow. Uh, there's a lot of exciting things in the world, man, but that ring is, is home for me. Everything that I see, everything I get to do, the adrenaline, and I just don't feel more alive, man. So when it comes to that desire, it's never left me. You know, that's who Keith Thurman is, a true competitor that's always gonna do his best to, to bring his all. You know, and I, and I felt like 2019, I didn't shine uh, to my fullest potential. And, you know, it's okay to get beat. It's okay. It happens. This is, this is a sport, you know, but beat me at my best. Beat me at my best. And that's all I want to do is show my best for myself, for the fight fans, uh, for my family. And just so that when I walk out of the ring, I can hold my head up high and have no regrets, knowing that I did my best. Whatever happens, happens. You haven't, like, had a fight since, like, 2019, like you said, um, and since that time, there's been like a lot of changes in the world. We had um, we had COVID, and and you know everything came to a standstill. Like, do you think it's an advantage, you know, having all that time off to heal and um, get your mind right? If anything, you know, healing healing didn't need that much time, but to get my mind right uh, is different, man. Uh, I'm just I'm just ready, you know. Um, I'm tired of being tired. I feel so good. You can see my cheeks coming in. You know, we about to be that 147, you know? So um, I cleaned up, man. I've been sweating buckets. My body's just on a different level, man. Um, it, it feels good to be in shape. You know, if anybody's sp done sports, they understand, it, man. It feels really great to be back in shape. Uh, know that everything is good with the left and the right. So we just want to get back in the action, man. This is what I do. I'm a, I'm a world-class fighter, you know? It's different if, like, the last time you fought was in high school, and now, you know, you're like, oh, I just went through college, and now this dude on the street wants to fight me, and you're not a fighter. I'm a fighter. I think fight game, you know, all the time. Even in my off-season, I'm, I'm thinking about the fight game. I'm thinking about what I want to do, what I want to accomplish. So at the end of the day, man, I mean, one, one time's back, man. I'm back, and they got, they're going to have to deal with me. Talk about all the time that I've been off. But the only real time that matters is right here, right now. And I'm coming back next Saturday, you know, on Fox, pay-per-view. It's going down. I'm throwing. 
on the flip side of that, is it a possibility that a long layoff can like work against like a fighter? Of course. So mm -hmm. a long layoff, but this is what you got to understand. It's not just a fighter. It's just as being human, right? Like the warrior spirit within you that can never die. If the warrior spirit in you over time is fading and you try to get back in the ring, you're not the same warrior you once were. You're not going to be dedicated to the game. You know, I work really hard in every training camp. I regret falling short in my last fight. I want to make that up, you know, and I, mm -hmm. and I know I have the capacity to do it. You know, I'm a capable fighter. You know, I gave how many fighters win a fight, but they can't talk about it after the fight. Pacquiao had to leave the conference. The boy had to go lay down. He, he took damage, you know, anybody who fights Keith Thurman knows they're in a very dangerous situation. You know, I mean, you can say what you want. I haven't knocked people out lately. Say what you want. Talk to those fighters. They know up against me, it's dangerous at all times. So, you know, I, I've always had this confidence because I know what I can do. And that's what I just want to get back to doing, man, this year, 2022. Living the dream that I've always wanted to live. Has your training um, regiment, you know, changed since the last time you um, had a big fight coming coming into this fight next Saturday? Uh, definitely. You know, we uh, there's so much that we know, but it's about implementing it, right? You got to implement the things that you know. You know, oh, I know I'm not supposed to eat a burger and fries, but I'm just going to do it anyways. You know, if you, if you implement the things that you know, you're going to get the results that you're looking for. So that's what we've been doing this camp. Uh, we did a lot of circuit training. Uh, you know, we did a lot of pad work. We got a, a, a great, a better amount of sparring than we did uh, uh, for the Pacquiao fight. So, you know, there's just so many little things, the little things that you do in camp. Well, you know, what does it mean to be in camp, man? It means you bunker down, bro. You, you know, you bunker down. You got your mind locked on survival. You know, you, you, you're camping. You're supposed to be out in the wild. You know, you don't know what's going to come at you. You know, you step in the ring, you don't know what's going to come at you. That's why the, uh, the fight with Ali back in the day was called Rumble in the Jungle. You know, the, the ring is like a jungle, man. And um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just ready. I'm just excited. It's so close right now. It's so close. So you, you can feel that I'm, I'm ready to step in that ring and, and get into the action. You just mentioned Ali. Um, if you if you can go back in time, whether it was the Ali Frazier um, series of fights or any Mike or any other Mike Tyson fights back in his prime, like if you can go back in time, like which fight would you like go back and see as a spectator? Oh yeah, I mean, I would love to have been to the fight in Africa. You know, I mean, it just mm -hmm. seems historically just amazing everything that he was doing at that time in history. Um, you know, I mean, Ali was already an Olympian, you know, so, so he got that taste of traveling the world at an early age, you know, very fortunate for, uh, for a brother, um, at that, at that time, everything that he went through, you know, he, he was very, uh, he was very blessed, you know, but he worked for it too. You know, he made sacrifices too, man. Uh, you know, uh, you know, he, we all know what happened to him in the end. And, you know, he was just a beautiful spirit, man. He, he stood up for a lot inside of the ring, outside of the ring. He was the people's champ, man.
So definitely have to see that legend. If I can go back in time and see like a fight, it'll either have to be one of um, Thomas the Hitman Hearns fight. He was like one of the sports, like, like, like he was like one of the first sports figures that I knew as a child. And mm. for like some, and for like some, for some odd reason, like I kind of want to go back to 96 and go to that Tyson and Bruce Sheldon fight, even though it ended in like 10 seconds, just because of, you know, what happened afterwards, mm-hmm. just to be around that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now, I would. I think Tyson's first loss is more dramatic for me. Uh, the bus, the, the Tokyo. He was partying too hard in Tokyo, you know. And then, uh, homeboy, homeboy, uh, homeboy came and got him, man. So, but that was been something. Amen. And now that you mentioned that, I wish I could go back in time and take the Caesars app with me. You know, I would put so much money on. Um, on that fight, <laughs> if I knew what happened, <laughs> definitely oh, caking right. up for real, man. Oh yeah, man. I mean, uh, one of my favorite fighters of all times, though, is Aaron the Hawk Pryor. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he just seemed seemed different. You know, he seemed different. He seemed bad. You know, he seemed avoided. Um, you know, I mean, and and salute to him, R.I.P. You know, uh, at the end of the day, man, I just. I love just great fighters. Anybody who has their version of the sweet science, Penel Whitaker, you know, anybody who just has their version of the sweet science, man, you know, I always admire. Student of the game. Do you have any dream fights against somebody like that you haven't previously fought? Because I remember at one point, you know, there was some negotiations with Terrence Crawford um, camp. It wasn't real. Otherwise, I would have been able, I would have spoke out on it more adamantly, you know, um, mm-hmm. it was more like a um, little BS and, and uh, Bob, you know, Bob was just not easy to deal with. So at the end of the day, yeah. we didn't, nobody wanted, I wasn't messing with Bob. And uh, I think he's about to be, he's probably, he's free of Bob now. So, you know, Terrence, you know, hopefully the young man gets other opportunities in his future, you know, uh, he's a great champion. And, you know, I love great fights. That's what I'm about, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was, it would have been nice to make a great fight happen, but we couldn't make a great fight happen. And, uh, you know, my focus after next Saturday is, you know, what what's next? What can we make happen? Mm-hmm. And I'm always about making great things happen. You know, uh, back in 2019, I fought Jose C. Lopez, and then I fought Manny Pacquiao that summer. And that was after a 22-month layoff. So once when I'm back in action, man, you know, I want, I want something that really excites the people, really excites me, and uh, and it's just worth all the sacrifices that I do each and time I step in the ring with camp, you know. So I just want to live it up and fight the best in the world. Big facts, man. So like, there's a lot of young, young talented welterweights on the come up. Like, do you see any? Does any of them stand out to you? Like, by looking at them, like. Does any of them remind you of yourself at that at that age when you was on the come up? It looks like that Ennis, the boots Ennis, you know, looks like he's fast. Looks like he's got awkward movement, you know, so speed, power, and some slickness, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking sharp, you know. 
there's there's certain dynamics uh, to the sport, you know, where a lot of people want to see people tested over and over again. Um, but at the end of the day, when you push so much and you've been through so many people and you and you're running and you're running looking up, it's hard to pay attention to who's really behind you, you know. When you when you when you're in a race, when you're in a race to the top, everybody's looking forward, you know. So anybody behind you is gonna try to call you out because they want to pull you down. You know, they, you know, they they need they want to climb. They want to climb. So, you know, I understand, I understand the passion and everything that he's putting into his career right now, especially all these young, young dudes, you know. It, it feels it feels awkward not being the youngest guy in the gym no more. We grow up boxing so young, you know, now I'm one of the older heads, you know. I'm not the oldest head, but I'm one of the older heads. So at the end of the day, man, uh, there's just so much evolution going on. But once women, it's all about making great fights happen, you know, and these and these boys uh, get their recognition up and they do some do a little bit more damage in the welterweight division. I'm pretty sure they'll get their uh, opportunity because that's boxing, you know, the, the cream of the crop rises to the top and there's no stopping it. No stopping. That's why I'm back. A VPN is a must-have if you want protection in your online activities. Whether it's buying sneakers, looking at the latest scores, buying concert tickets, or streaming your favorite shows, Surfshark VPN has you covered. Surfshark has wide range of support for most popular video game consoles. This, coupled with unrestricted use on any number of devices, make this the best VPN on the market today. My favorite thing about Surfshark is that you can use it anywhere in the world on multiple devices. So, if you love your streaming as much as I do, then you'll be amazed at Surfshark's excellent streaming performance and polished interface. Go to surfshark.deals forward slash kicks and use promo code kicks. That's promo code K-I-C-K-Z and save an astounding 83%. That's only $2.49 a month. Oh, did I mention that you get three months free? Yes, three months free. For this great price, you get an ad blocker, two-factor authentication, unlimited device support, an independent audit, and most important, peace of mind when you're surfing on the internet. Who wouldn't pay for extra internet security? I know how much Surfshark has protected me and my family, and now Surfshark can do the same for yours. Once again, go to surfshark.deals forward slash kicks and use the promo code kicks. That's K-I-C-K-Z. And don't pass up on this amazing opportunity. Social media, you know, plays a big impact, whether it was boxing, NBA, NFL. But, but like, I think boxing more than ever since the Paul brothers started those um, cards, you know. Mm -hmm. And I saw at the last one, you know, former NBA point guard Darren Williams, he knocked out dude. Um, like, what do you think about NBA guys or um, athletes from other sports stepping into the ring, thinking that they can do something? Do something is a little different um, than what, you know, than what's like really happening. At the end of the day, um, they, they get to, they get to embrace the purest sport that there really is, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, because before there were sports, you know, either you get along or you don't get along. And once you don't get along, you know, people fight it. 
So it's, um, it's almost built into nature, you know? So for, I respect anybody who steps into the ring, okay? There's a lot of people that will always be a spectator because they know that's not where they belong, you know? So anybody uh, who's got the gojones to, to step up and, and lace them up and, you know, follow the rules and not tackle nobody, like, you're limited. Like, you don't get to even fight the way you want to fight. It's hands-on. It's hands-on from the waist up, you know? It's, it's a pure art. It's a, it's a pure craft. So anybody who even attempts it and really gets in the ring, you know, they deserve a, a certain level of respect. So, you know, some, a lot of these individuals, they are athletes, you know, and they just want an opportunity to, to kind of prove something, you know, maybe there was, maybe there's that little old MMA fighter in them back in the day or something that they always liked martial arts, you know, you don't know everybody's backstory, man, but uh, maybe they just want to punch somebody in the face and get paid. You know, so at the end of the day, it, it, it doesn't matter what brings you into the ring because still it, take, it takes a unique person to step up and uh, to do a boxing event. Big facts, man. And, you know, a lot of people was giving Nate Robinson a lot of hell for the way he got knocked out. But like you said, you know, it takes somebody with big balls to, you know, basically step into the ring and step in into a, an unfamiliar environment, basically. I mean, it's a legal war zone, bro. Bombs. you know what i'm saying so i mean it's um it's the war zone man um i mean that's why that's why you have to respect it you know that's why uh you know people all all sorts of athletes all sorts of entertainers and boxing's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years you know i mean it's so rich in its history and that's why i love being a, a part of this beautiful sport man being a part about making history in the sport that I truly love. So, you know, like most NBA guys, they can't really fight. I'm just being honest with you. When you see these guys having these um, hold me back moments on the court, you know, as a professional fighter, you know, what goes through your mind? Sometimes a few things we see on TV, like, I don't know what it is. It just makes us want to like call out like the drama card. Like, you know, did he really roll his ankle? Should he really be down there that long? And, you know, that's the spectator. You know, I get crazy criticism. Is Thurman really hurt? Did he have a real injury? Is he making things up? You know, he lost his spirit. You know, once once when something happens, you're going to get, like, all this weird criticism. But, you know, even when I'm witnessing it sometimes, I'm like, drama, look like drama, look fake, you know. Uh, maybe they're just trying to waste time, get an extra breather. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand the, uh, I don't understand other sports well enough to understand the, the little ambiance things that they could be doing to delay a game or do anything, you know, so it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm pretty much (laughs) just really a true spectator. Whenever I'm watching any other sport, I just want to see skills. Mm -hmm. I want to see plays being made. I want to see the beauty of your sport shown to me on the court field, uh, whatever you're playing on. Do you think any current NBA guys can like actually train and be a boxer if they put their mind to it? Because there's one guy, Bobby Portis, he's on the Bucks. I really think he could. Um, a long time ago when he played for the Bulls, him, him, him and a teammate got into a little scuffle at um in practice. I'm not sure if he was familiar with the story. You don't, know. You don't, yeah. you don't know who can fight. You don't know who can fight, you know, till you get in a fight with him. You know, you don't know 
who can really fight, you know? So um, that's the thing of just having a little bit of natural talent, a little bit of just knowing how to commit, not hesitate. And like, you just know, I'm gonna clock this dude, bah! you know? And, and you got that real, that real uh, warrior spirit in you, man. So I bet there's tons of athletes, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just life, you got opportunities and then you gotta, you gotta make a decision and, and you gotta focus and direct your energy uh, a lot of times in one dimension at a time. So, yeah, man, I've, you know, just looking at football dudes and even the baseball guys, man, I'm like, there's all our heavyweights. There's all the heavyweights, all the heavyweights that could be, you know, exciting the whole world. They're, you know, they're playing other sports, you know, uh, of course, not boxing, not for everyone, but there's some boys who, who like the contact more, more of the football guys than the basketball guys, but you never know. Sometimes the lanky basketball dude, whoo, like you said, Tommy Hitman Hearns, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And especially if they're wearing black Air Force ones, I, I just know just not, just leave them alone because it's not going to end well for you. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to look out for that note. See, I, I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that's how it rolls out there, you know, on the court. Oh, but yeah. I'll, I'll pay attention. <laughs> All right. So, like, All-Star Weekend is approaching. Um, and one of my guilty pleasures is watching the celebrity game and just seeing how bad, you know, the quality of, of play is. Like, if you were to play in that game, like, how many points are you putting up? I'd probably get back to shooting, you know, so I can, you know, just have some kind of pull-up technique. Um, but bro, I don't like team sports, man. I do not like team sports, you know, and then the rocks in your hand and, you know, you, you need to know that you're pretty much going to flush it, you know? Uh, yeah, man. So celebrity games, you know, I'm always going to do my best, but I don't even know how many points, you know, I, ah, the, the whole game or quarter, yeah. like, like the whole game, quarter. whole game. You know, I would I would say minimum three to four shots a quarter, you know. So whatever, you know, just to just to be nice. Like if I feel like I'm on some hot fire, and then I might have to, you know, it's one thing to practice a few shots. If I get that fadeaway back on or something, uh, that hook shot, you know, you gotta you gotta practice for these things, man. But you know, it would be a celebrity event. Everybody would just be having fun, man. And that's yeah. all that really matters, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're from Florida. Like, do you support like any of the Florida teams, like the Heat or the Magic? Growing up, you know, the Magic, you know, uh Shaq was there. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't I don't do too much sporting things. The Bucks are right here. We support the Bucks, we support the Lightnings. I'm trying to get my strap back. The town's already being called Champa Bay. I need to be champ again to represent for Champa Bay out here, man. You know, so I do love my city, my town, man. Uh it's a lot to be. Uh, prideful about here rumors about a basketball team coming out here um not sure how much validity is in that but we'll see what happens in tampa uh miami was you know uh is good you used to like watching miami dolphins things like that growing up but uh i'm not too much of a spectator man and now with the baby girl got a few more responsibilities yeah man i would love to have a um, team in tampa you know tampa is a is an underrated city. is is not as quiet as Orlando, and is not as rowdy as uh, Miami, and they still have mm-hmm. their little things that you can get into. 
Yeah. And I mean, we just, we got championship teams out here now. So there's so much development, so much money coming into the city. I see it in, I see it here in uh, downtown St. Pete, downtown Tampa. There's, there's a lot going on. COVID's making people move to Florida. Luxury apartments are being built right next to me right now. Like a lot of things are happening. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting, but I know that the rumor was it was the, the Toronto Raptors might go to Tampa, Tampa Bay Raptors. So I don't know. Some, some rumor like that. That's what I heard. Yeah, man. Um, and um, like last year, you guys won the Super Bowl. I kind of wanted Tampa Bay to repeat again, just so, yeah. just, just so we can see drunk Tom Brady again at the parade. That shit was a spectacle <laughs> to me. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it, it was epic for the city, man. It's been a long time. Uh, they put together a really strong team. We were really close to doing the back-to-back, man, running, you know, running back. Like, just to, just to be in the Super Bowl again would have been epic. So, um, I heard a few stories about what happened when the Bucks lost, like, the emotion at some of the bars, some of the people that are out there like that. I'm in camp. I ain't out there like that. But, you know, uh, I hear some of the feedback, man. So the, the city was hit hard. We had high hopes, high expectations, man. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens next year. And before we go, we have to talk about your sneaker rotation. Um, what type of sneakers are you rocking right now? Well, right. Uh, right now, I mean, in, in rotation, you know, I mean, a lot of Adidas, you know, um, you know uh, Yeezys, Adidas, it depends if I'm trying to go out or if I just want to like a, a, a nice workout shoe. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So shoes, man, it depends. Like if I'm doing my Brooks for workouts, if I'm, you know, just in some for casual town, then it can be Nikes, Adidas, whoever. Uh, I haven't put on a high top in a minute. You know, I've been looking at them like, you got these high tops. I ain't been putting them on. Uh, I'll be walking around. And these uh vibrams, these little toe shoes nowadays, but it's a little winter time, so I don't I don't use them that much no more. Uh, but I've been walking around in those. I had to end up buying two pairs. So they were just comfortable, man. You know, I don't like I don't like uh flip-flops no more. When I was always a flip-flop Florida Beach boy, I was always in flip-flops growing up. And I don't know, I'm just tired of that that flopping sensation. So we change up the kicks a little bit, man. Uh, I noticed that I stopped buying shoes. COVID made me stop buying shoes, man. Uh, shopping just wasn't on the priority list. So I can go a little harder on my shoe game, but uh, there's always time for that. I'm going to get past Mario Barrios first, get this check, and then we can buy whatever. <laughs> yeah, man, I, f- I feel you on that, man. So before we go, I like to play a game. It's called Start, Bench, and Cut. Like, I just name three things and you tell me if you're going to start it bench it or cut it all right all right I'll, I'll, we'll... all right so the first one we're going to do um famous welterweights it's kind of hard so we have um tommy hearns floyd mayweather or sugar ray robinson start bench or cut well i start with robinson i bench floyd and i and i, and I mm-hmm. cut her yeah. Oh, so it wasn't that hard. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> All right. So the next one is on um, boxing venues. We have Madison Square, the mm-hmm. MGM Grand in Vegas, or um, Barclays Center 
in Brooklyn? I mean, for me, all my love is MGM and and, uh, and Barclays, man. That's I got so much history in those arenas. I love Brooklyn, you know. So uh, New York just ain't the place to be right now. But at the end of the day, man, when it, when it is the place to be, it's a, it's a, it can be a, a beautiful place. Uh, you, I get lots of love out there, and I just love the their their energy and and their fan base, their boxing, how they appreciate boxing for the true history that it has. So I'll just start with Barclays, bench MGM, and cut the garden. All right, the next one is um, boxing video games. We got the old school Mike Tyson boxing, the mm -hmm. Fight Night series, or Ready to Rumble. Just, you know, Fight Night champion. It's all that mattered, you know. They, mm -hmm. they were the ones who got it pretty right. They did it pretty good. Uh, so Fight Night champion to start, you know, bench Mike Tyson and cut Ready to Rumble. That ready even, though, was, even though it was good. fun, even though it was yeah. fun, I know it was it fun. It was fun, I yeah. I know it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of showing our age with that one, too? I know, right? <laughs> All right, the last one is a, is um around boxing movies. Um, so we got the Rocky series, the Creed series, or um, or Southpaw, that joint that came out a few years ago. Creed series start with that bench Rocky and cut softball. I can respect that. Would you ever do like a Creed movie? Oh yeah, of course. You know, um, it, it'd be great to somehow bring in some um, some kind of boxing story to life. You know, whether it be based off some uh, some truth or just fictional. You know, based off of just understanding what it's like. Uh, what other fighters in the past have gone through. So uh, it, it'd, be, it'd be interesting, man. You know, I, I respect all boxing movies. Um, it, it shows a, a, a deep side to the, to the sport. Um, the Ali was great. I still haven't seen that one with um, going to Miami or something. One, yeah. the, the newer one with, with Ali and Malcolm and all that. I need to, yeah. when, I, when I get some TV time, I need to watch that and sit down and chop that up. When you watch the boxing movies, do you look at like the, the actual boxing scenes and, and and just be like, man, this this shit ain't real? Uh, no, nah, man, Creed did a really great job. You know, they they, they did such a good um, cinematography, um, you know, the Ali stuff. There's, there's, it's a movie, you know. So one of my favorite ones that wasn't on your list is Hurricane, right? Oh, I forgot about that one too. Yeah, with um, Denzel. Hurricane, you know, Hurricane. Yeah. You know, uh, I watched that a few times growing up when I was a real young, young boxer man, and it that movie came off different. It just came off real different because it was of a different time and what really happened to him was just a crazy story, but um. You know, and then the first nickname I ever had in, in my life was uh, Keith Hurricane Thurman, because back in 1988, when I was born, there was a hurricane coming through the town and it was named Hurricane Keith, you know? So it's like just interesting that uh, I just resonated. That's why I said, like, I watched it at least three times growing up. It was it was just really different. And it made me want to, you know, uh, fight and, you know, and, and live the life of a fighter. All right, man. Um, I want to thank you for joining me to, for joining me today. You know, I'm looking forward to your next fight. Um, 
I hope you get that dub for us. Like, do you have any other upcoming projects that you're working on? I gotta just just work on a lot with myself, get focused, get organized, do a little bit more for the IG. You know, I'm gonna have to uh, set up times where I do some lives, might do some, mm-hmm. do some lessons and just uh, I, some motivational speaking from here and there. You know, I like to get back to uh, different uh, kid programs or anything that I can. Uh, so we're gonna work on a little bit more of that, man. And just talk about this headspace for a lot of people, man. Um, athletes in general so we'll, we'll we'll see what ends up happening in the future and that's good man because like a lot of people they don't talk about like mental health like when it relates to you know to african americans or athletes in in general they think like you guys are just robots and not like like actual real people with real lives with real problems yeah if you ain't talking to them you don't know how a situation affected somebody in their lifetime you know um you know something that something that doesn't that one person was able to go through and come out all right doesn't mean that the next person is going to be able to go through that same thing and come out all right you know that's where we uh, ultimately are individuals man you know so that's what I like to do man I like to uh, just lift people up let them know that you know you got to shine that light you're an individual but you know in you is is, is a bright spirit man a bright spirit you know and you just got to let that light out, man. You know, dark darkness tries to come in, but the only thing that dispels darkness is light. You know, so we just gotta we just gotta run run with it like that. Change your mindset and and believe, man. Have faith and and push yourself. Push yourself. Challenge yourself. You know. All right, man. Thanks again for your time.